Hey guys, good morning. This is Pastor Jeff here, coming to you from my backyard. I'm up this morning, as I am most mornings, uh, just spending some time in the Word of God and out in the backyard, actually right now with uh, my son Sam's dog Tiago getting some exercise. Tiago, he's full of energy, so we're back in the backyard chilling and... um, I just thought I'd bring you some thoughts. I'm going to try to maybe post something every day here, short five minutes or so, not trying to overwhelm anybody, but just maybe some daily encouragement from the word. Uh, My hope is, is that one of the things God will do during this, this really unprecedented time is plow all of us back into his word and, uh, and maybe we begin to cut a groove, you know, some habits, some daily habits of, of longing for God and, and being with him um, that will last once we return to normal. You know, my goal is to, to have a tithe of my day and I'm figuring it out around that's, you know, around 90 minutes or, or so each day, if I were able to give that to God in prayer and, and, and searching the scriptures and having Christian conversation with about the word with friends, you know, devoted sort of time. Um, that's a good aim. And, and so, um, I'm just going to try to give you some, excuse me, some messages each day to, to, to help, you know, with just some simple thoughts from the word. And I'm reading this morning, uh, the book of Galatians. And I just thought I'd, I'd come to you from the very beginning of the book of Galatians with, uh, with just some thoughts from the first five verses. This is Paul's introduction the book of Galatians, he says, Paul, an apostle, not from men, nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me, to the churches of Galatia, grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. That's the first five verses of of Galatians 1, and I just have a few thoughts, just as I read through this this morning. Uh, first, Paul identifies his apostleship in here as being a different sort of apostleship. It's easy to interpret that word uh, as just simply a messenger. And I think Paul is trying to make the point here that I'm not just a messenger delivering a message on behalf of man, but my calling is from God himself. And, you know, we know that tremendous story of Paul, who was a persecutor of the early church, on his way to Damascus to ramp up the persecution when Jesus himself appears to Paul and Paul is struck down as, uh, you know, by like, you know, like struck by lightning by the presence of God. And Jesus asks him, you know, why do you, why are you persecuting me, Paul? And, 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 uh, Paul's uh, struck blind, uh, comes to know the Lord and, and, and receives this calling to not be a persecutor, but a church planter. And so uh, it's an amazing, tremendous uh, call to ministry. And Paul is making clear to the Galatian churches that he's he's not just bringing a message on behalf of uh, some other man, but that he's called by God himself. And so um, let us all you know, search out that, uh, that deep call of our lives. And it doesn't mean that you're supposed to give up your occupation uh, and, and move somewhere else. It means you're supposed to uh, break down all of the compartmentalized walls that you might have between your Christian life and the rest of your life and allow God to invade every area 
with, with his call on our lives to be faithful witnesses, no matter the circumstances around us. And so, um, and just notice here as well that Paul is, is writing, it says here to the churches of Galatia that tells us that this is not just a church in a city, but a, uh, he's writing to a region. Uh, and he's writing this, this, this letter to Christians. This letter is written to followers of Jesus, which is an important thing for me to remind myself that as he opens up in the next couple of verses, the power of the gospel, that the gospel isn't just for unbelievers. You know, we'll, we'll talk more about this in the days to come and even defining the gospel as being something much broader than just how do you get your soul to heaven? It's, you know, how do we, how do we bring heaven to earth? How do we understand this tremendous story of God's love for us <clears throat> through the through, through his love for the people of Israel, as we see in the Old Testament, and how the story culminates in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, uh, and and matters for us here and now. And so, um, you know, it's written to to all of the the churches that are in the area. He says grace and peace, which is his most favorite greeting. I think he does this five or six times in his letters. Uh, and says that Jesus himself, Jesus gave himself, which it just my my note here that I wrote this morning is, is what, an, what a tremendous gift. Is there a greater gift in the world than Jesus giving himself you know, for us, dying in our place and delivering us from the present evil age? And the word that Paul uses there for deliver, the idea behind that word isn't like a it's not like delivering us like a package gets delivered from one location to another. It's not taking us out of the presence of, of evil. You know, when he's saying deliver us from this present evil age, it doesn't mean somehow he transports us so that we're no longer even around something that's, that's, uh, uh, that's, that's bad. Uh, this has to do with being delivered from the power of, of evil. And so I always say to people who have been through traumatic experiences that God can do more with those experiences than just make us forget them, wipe them free from our memories. What he does is he cuts the power cord so that they no longer hold power over us. And then those even traumatic things from our lives, from our past can be used uh, to the glory of God to, uh, uh, to help heal others who are suffering in similar ways. And so isn't it incredible that God would deliver us from the power of this present evil age. I think that's encouraging for us even right now as we deal with things like, you know, worldwide pandemics, that, uh, uh, that, that the presence of Jesus Christ in our lives and his death on the cross means that we are not under the power, uh, as he says in Hebrews 2, we're not even under this, the bondage of the, of the fear of death. Uh, and he says at the end of this introduction that all this is not for us, uh, but for God's glory. And salvation, even in and of itself, as much as it's wonderful for us that it gets us into the presence of God forever, it's ultimately um, to amplify the glory of God. It's for his glory. And so, love you guys. Um, you know, hope you're getting lots done. We're not just sitting around uh, twiddling our thumbs because I know that's not what Jesus is doing. As my friend Rich Stevenson says, he's neither bored nor worried. He's perfectly capable of orchestrating the events that lead to the end of the age. So grace and peace to you all. We'll talk to you soon.